Why are there so many dead animals in the Bible? Why dead animals at all? On this episode of Inverse. Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Hey guys, my name is Justin Kim. You're on Inverse, and in the studio Inverse, I have my friends Israel, Jonathan, and Callie, and we are talking about the book of Hebrews. Hey guys. Hi. Uh, we are, <laughs> that was in, in unison, wonderful. Uh, we want to be in unison with the Holy Spirit, so let's pray for the Holy Spirit. Jonathan, if you can lead out. Sure, let's bow our heads. Father in heaven, I want to thank you so much for this opportunity that we have to just learn more about the book of Hebrews, learn more about you. Uh, we've been blessed over the last couple of weeks already in getting a deeper appreciation of your character and your ministry in Jesus. And we pray that you will give us even more of a revelation today as we dive into this topic. Give us your spirit, guide us as we open the word, and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We have been in Hebrews for, what, eight weeks now? Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to just go around the table and just, what are some highlights, uh, just one highlight, I should say, that you remember from thus far? We, we've talked a lot, and we've talked a lot about Jesus, a lot about theology, a lot about Old Testament. Um, what's one thing that comes to your mind? Let's we'll start with Israel and end with Cal. Jesus is better. Jesus uh, is better. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, the theme that resonates with me the most. Yeah, that's like the main theme, and you've stolen all of our answers, yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty, like much. Amazing, yeah. pretty much. Pretty <laughs> much. It's good, it's good, it's good. Uh, I really like that uh, it says, uh, I think it's in chapter 8 or 7, uh, that Jesus saves to the uttermost. Mm -hmm. Like, he, his salvation is complete, his righteousness is perfect, mm -hmm. uh, he provides everything mm -hmm. for us. Okay, so John, not only is Jesus better, he's the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. Oh, how can I go higher than that? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'll just say the different facets. He's the bestest. <laughs> he's no. The best. uh, just the different facets of who Jesus is. He's yeah. our high priest, he's our king, he's our savior, and it's not just one thing that he does, but he does all the things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think what, what stands out to me is uh, there's all this context here, but a lot of the details is taken out. Mm -hmm. The author is taken out. I think it was your point that you mentioned, and, and then even who he's talking to is taken out. The circumstances are taken out. So these principles like just live on and are adaptable to really every circumstance, mm -hmm. all circumstances to all Christians of all time. I think it's just so, so cool. Mm -hmm. And the Bible does that. The Bible does that. So let's go to Hebrews chapter 9. Okay. Hebrews chapter 9. <laughs> and verse 23 to verse 28. And Callie, if you can read that for us. Yes. Therefore, it was necessary that the copies of the things in the heavens should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Not that he should offer himself often, as the high priest enters the most holy place every year with blood of another, he then would have had to suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now, once at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And as it is appointed for men to die once, after this the judgment, so Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time, apart from sin, for salvation. Thanks, Kelly. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we're in Hebrews chapter 9. We really encourage you to go to inversebible.org and download the Bible study guides. We, we take a, a certain philosophy here at Inverse. We really take the Bible seriously. And we joke around amongst ourselves, and we have a good time about the Bible discussion. But when it comes to the Bible study, we really believe it's the Word of 
God. That's why we take time to read the Bible. We have the Bible on the screen so that you can encounter it that way. Please don't, don't uh, fast forward over to the discussion part. We want to kind of wash our minds, not once, not twice, but multiple times with the Word of God to get into it, especially in a book like the Letter to the Hebrews. You've got to read it a couple times just to even get familiar with it yeah. and to understand it. The Bible study guides have an opportunity where you can actually write the, the Bible verse out. Mm -hmm. you can, you're listening to it. You're reading it with us on screen. We're just getting into the verse. And if you're just kind of having a superficial glaze over the book of Hebrews, you're going to have a superficial glaze experience with Jesus as well. So this is why we're, we're employing all the venues that we can to get mm -hmm. us in verse with uh, with the Bible. Okay, so allow me to have that on, on my, what we call it, soap, soapbox. Soapbox, yeah. yeah. All right, um, Israel, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> He's... He's he's beginning to kind of bring down the reality of everything that has happened that mm. has happened in the in the experience of, of the Christian church mm -hmm. up to this point. Mm -hmm. And what kind of comes to mind as we were reading this, uh, specifically verse twenty four, for Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, he he's tracing history, right? Mm -hmm. And he's saying, look, there was a time there was a moment in time when a priest would dress up in a white gown and and all the different things and would walk into a tent and he would be and he would offer for the sacrifices of the people mm. and 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 this would happen over and over and over again he's like but now things are different because now that priest is actually a real priest like the real Jesus and now he's entered not into like a holy place that is made with hands that you yourselves built but he's entering into heaven itself mm. not to minister before a wooden box but to minister before God, God himself yes. and 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 as as um, Kelly was reading this what kind of came into my mind was, I remember as a little boy, you know, I had all of these different fantasies. I wanted to become a professional American football player. And so I would put a hat on, you know, and to, to, to pretend it was a helmet. Really? Football player? Yeah. I don't, you don't have the bill yeah, for that. I know. <laughs> and then I would get toilet paper. You know, I'd get toilet paper and I would make it into a little roll and I'd put it into my mouth and I would pretend it was like my mouthpiece. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and I would get, yeah. I'm sorry, I have all these would, yeah. stories. Go, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. And then I would get a pillow and I would, what I would do is I'd take this pillow and I'd throw it up in the air and I would jump and tackle it. <laughs> and I would just, on my parents' bed, and I would just do this over and over and over again. And in my mind, I was playing a legitimate football game. Mm. That's what I was like, you know, down, you know, five, this guy's running, I'm gonna tackle him, bam, right? <laughs> and then sometimes I would jump on him again or I would do all of these different things. <laughs> and, and then I would do this also with spiritual things. Like every Friday night, uh, I would have vespers, you know, from my house, and I would be the pastor. And, and, and when we were in a pool, I would pretend I was baptizing people. I'd be like, come here to my brother, I'll <laughs> baptize you, right? And we would baptize each other. Mm -hmm. and, and we did all of these different things that were types of something real. Mm. But it was not real, mm. right? It was mm -hmm. fake mm -hmm. until finally we had the opportunity, you know, by the grace of God to become a pastor and to really baptize someone. And, and the experience now was very different. I still remember the first time I was able to baptize someone and, and recalling in my mind, now the time has finally come. Mm -hmm. Where once this was, you lived in types and symbols, now you're living in reality. And, and so Paul is saying, look, there was a time when all, when, we, when all of this, it wasn't a game, but it wasn't reality. But Jesus Christ has now come in point in history, lived his life, mm -hmm. and now 
what all of this was pointing to, all of these dress rehearsals have come to the fulfillment of reality where Jesus himself mm. is sitting behind, be, uh, in front of a holy God mm. interceding for us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Amen, amen. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Jonathan. Yes. <laughs> How's it going? How's it going? <laughs> good, good. Uh, actually, I want to point to uh, verse 26 uh, verse for a moment six. here. I think okay. this is really profound. Mm. He then would have had to suffer often since the foundation of the world, but now once at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. So mm. what we see here is that the, the sacrifice of Jesus, it provides once and for all uh, it, the necessary means to provide salvation for all. Mm. You know, uh, while in the Old Covenant, or in the Old Testament time rather, uh, the people of God, you know, these rituals and sacrifices that they were doing, they were instituted by God, but they had to be repeated over and over and over again because they were not like the blood of Jesus. They were mm. pointing to the blood of Jesus, but they were not the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, when Jesus provided His sacrifice, it was once and for all, and it will. It, he never has to do this again. Mm -hmm. He went through it f as, as, our, as our substitution, but this will, um, is unlocking salvation for us uh, mm -hmm. until the end. Mm -hmm. You know, one, one experience that I, I, I absolutely abhor in life is calling up credit card companies to, 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 to rectify situations, you know, <laughs> okay. and then, you know, when you call a, a company and then you have like, hey, for one, for something, da-da-da, press one, da-da-da, press two, da-da-da, mm -hmm. press three, da-da-da, press four, da-da-da, press five, Because our options have recently changed. Yeah, and, and then, <laughs> you know, for in my concentration, I kind of, you know, like not pay attention, and then like, and then if you want this repeated, press one, or press zero again, you press zero, and you got to and then you go to two, and you're like, hard for this option, press one, two, three, and then press three, and then da 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 And eventually you get to the point where you got to go, and that's not what you're needed, what's needed, or the person totally messes up, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, then you got to start over again, and it's just a horrible experience altogether. Yeah. I love it when there's, there's new credit card companies when you call them, and you get directly a person that responds, mm -hmm. and that person solves your situation super quick. Yeah. And what, what, what's what I'm reminded of is in the Old Testament, when you go through Leviticus, especially when you read the book of Leviticus, the first couple of chapters there, uh, there are all these different kinds of sacrifices, right? You have the, the, the grain offering, the peace offering, the sin offering, the guilt offering, the, especially in, when, you're, when you have a sin offering, if, are you a leader of the people? Are you an individual? Are you a high priest? Are you uh, whatever, whatever? And you have all these different options. And here, what I, I think the word that's repeated over and over again in chapter 9 of, of, of Hebrews is once. Once, mm -hmm. once, uh, he's, he died once. He put he is appointed for men once to die. Verse twenty-eight, Christ was offered once, mm -hmm. and so even in the duration of a year, you did all these things, and the next year you had to do them again, and next year over again in the course of your life. You have all these things, but all these sacrifices, you take them all together, and just like fibers in a rope, you just like this one twisted one rope together, Jesus came and fulfilled every single one of those. Mm -hmm. And so for that reason, we don't need to do those Old Testament uh, sacrifices again. Mm -hmm. There are some things in the Old Testament that have nothing to do with the blood sacrifice of Jesus. For example, the dietary laws. Mm -hmm. and that's why we who believe in the Bible to be still valid today still keep those dietary laws mm -hmm. even though they are still in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what are other things that we can get out from chapter 9, uh, Callie, that talk about uh, Jesus is dying Jesus dying once for us. Well, I actually wanted to go to chapter 10. Oh, okay, go to 10. Mm -hmm. I break the rules? Yep. Okay. No, 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 it's um, I think we've kind of, we've said it um, maybe explicitly, but I want to especially harp on verses 4 and 11 of chapter 10. Chapter 10, 4 and 11. 
Correct. So verse 4 says, For it is not possible that the blood of, bull, of bulls and goats should take away sins. Mm -hmm. And verse 11 says, And every priest stands ministering daily and offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. Mm -hmm. And I, I love these mm -hmm. verses because I remember actually a few years ago, I was at a atheist Christian debate at mm -hmm. a University of Michigan, actually the University of Michigan. And I remember at the end, the audience could ask questions. And so... At the end, um, you know, they kind of said some stuff. The Christian was not very prepared. It was very sad. But anyways, at the end, the... At the uh, end, hold that thought, Callie. We're going to put uh, the audience in suspense. <laughs> we got to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to see what happened in this debate at the University of Michigan. So stay with us. Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion. Welcome back. We're looking at the book of Hebrews. And if you want to follow along again, we want to ask that you go to inversebible.org and you can download the Bible study guides there. You can also go to hopetv.org slash inverse for past episodes. And we would like to hear your responses, your, your discussion, your, any questions you may have on our social media channels when you look up Inverse Bible. And also download the app, Sabbath School, on your Apple and Android platforms. So Callie, we have been in suspense for a very long time. <laughs> what happened at this debate? So at the very end, an audience member got up and said, so you've been talking about how Jesus died and that allows us to have salvation. The Christian's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, so how are people saved before Jesus died? And he's like, well, um, you know, they were saved with uh, other sacrifices by the bulls and goats. So they were saved by those. So he's like, so then it wasn't Jesus saving them. It was the bulls and goats. And he's like, yeah. And then Jesus <laughs> saved other people after that. Mm. And I'm just having like, <laughs> I'm looking around I'm like, guys, don't listen to him. <laughs> but he's the one up front. And it, it killed me. And everyone's like, that doesn't make sense. And he's like, yeah, but we just have faith in God. And he figures it out. Next question. I was, I was devastated. Mm. But I, I wow. think we might not get up front at debates and say that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes we think there is like a two part to salvation. Mm -hmm. Like the Jews were saved through all these sacrifices and somehow they got too fixated on it. But now we're saved through Jesus. Mm -hmm. But I love how explicit these verses are that no, it, w it was never the blood of the animals. Mm. It was a type and symbol. It was always through faith in Jesus. It was always pointing to Jesus. So they pointed towards Jesus in the future we point towards Jesus in behind the past, but it's pointing to the same person, the same sacrifice, the same by faith experience. Mm -hmm. And I just, I just really want to draw that out. Oh, amen, amen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a follow-up question that I asked in the the, the opener though mm -hmm. is, you know, that's that's a lot of animals. You know, yeah. why why animals? Why not just pictures? Why doesn't God use? Uh, what, 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 was, what was a core underlying message that God wanted to teach by not just one animal or two animals, but all the animals, one per person throughout the year? There's something profound about that. Yeah, well, a lot of blood as well, and people yeah. would kind of get turned off by that. But there's, there's a motif. Yeah, Kelly, and then you guys. Yeah, well, just the one thing is what you said is blood. Mm. Is the 
forgiveness of sins is not free. Mm-hmm. It's free to us because of what Jesus did, but and it's a gift, but it's not free. Mm-hmm. And so to make it something else, like a picture or just have, you know, sign here on the dotted line, it's a very easy experience. Like, yeah, the death of lots of animals, that's supposed to be traumatic mm-hmm. because sin is traumatic mm-hmm. and sin is not supposed to be there. So it's a way to even show the the cost. And what's crazy is with all those dead animals, it still doesn't show you really the full cost mm-hmm. because it costs the life of God. You know, it, we're not blasting oh, the Old not. Testament rituals. They, are, they all had a meaning and purpose and God put them there for a purpose to yes. teach his people the, about the richness of Christ's sacrifice. Mm-hmm. There were various different sacrifices. You know, uh, and I'm going to look at my notes because I always mess this up. There were, you know, there was a grain offering, which was a gift of gratitude, um, showing for God's provision. There was, you know, the peace or fellowship offering, which indicated, you know, um, it was a celebration of the well-being that God provided. But then there was also, of course, the sin purification offering, the guilt reparation offering, different offerings that were taking place. And they all showed various aspects of, of what the sacrifice of Jesus provided. Because the sacrifice of Christ is not just about forgiveness of sin. Yes, that's, the, of course, the first and foremost. But it also... Um, points to the various implications that this, uh, you know that salvation brings along, which is transformation of your life, peace in your heart. We talked about rest in, a, in an earlier episode, mm-hmm. the, the, red, the spiritual rest that we find in God. And so um, these sacrifices of the Old Testament, why were there so many different ones? Because uh, God was trying to teach His people the richness, the the completeness of what the sacrifice of Jesus would accomplish for those who put their faith into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I appreciate those sacrifices. Yes, yes, it is bloody. Yes, it is intense. But it was teaching us and teaching them in, in those days uh, about all the depth and the variety of things that, that, that take place as we put our faith in the Amen. sacrifice of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You know, it's funny because my children, uh, as they're growing up, um, one of one one time for my birthday, there were we had a little session where where people were they were appreciating me. They were telling me the things that they appreciate about me, <laughs> and in an effort to to actually make me feel good, uh, one of my kids says, "You know, Dad, I never envisioned you. I never thought of you as a generous person." That's what he was saying, right? <laughs> He's like, "I never thought about you as a generous person, but now I can see how you have been generous. Thank you, right?" <laughs> And 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 it, it made me laugh, right? It made me laugh because um, in life, I'm thinking to myself like. I live because of you. You know, I live for you. Like I have to, like I, I stress out about having a job because I have to put food on the table for you to eat, right? Um, clothes on your back and all of these different things. Mm. And they, they, they got so, they're so used to the life that they have mm. that they take for granted the fact that someone had to work to, to, to give them the life that they have, right? Mm-hmm. And, and as Christians, that lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and as Christians, we're the same way, right? We take for granted the gift of peace. We take for granted yeah, the gift true. of happiness. We take yeah. for granted the, the, the gift of breathing. And I love how Jonathan just put it is everything that we have in this world is because someone paid for it. Someone went to work. Someone had to pay the price, uh, the bill for that. And that was the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. What's crazy about what um, Callie was saying, which also uh, impacted me, was the fact that 
shock will ultimately become something that is common for us. Yeah. And and it, you think about all the animals. And by the way, these people had to kill the animals themselves in mm. in, in some of these cases, right? They had to, they had to themselves murder the animal for a sin that the animal did not commit. And that was supposed to impact the mind of of the individual. Like, look, this this animal is suffering because something that it did not do, something that you did. And yet, over and over and over, the act of doing that over and over and over again essentially just became a natural a natural thing for them to do, right? Yeah, it deadened their senses. And so Jesus is saying, look, even the blood of all of those animals combined, put them together. Let me draw your mind again to this. Like, let's collectively talk about all the animals that you killed. All of those animals still could not save you. Mm. The blood of the Son of God had to be spilled in order for you to obtain salvation. And that is the power of of, of, of the gospel and the Christian experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This this is, um, uh, you know, what comes to my mind is, is Romans chapter 12, uh, really a practical implication of that. You can go there. Going to go to Romans chapter 12, <laughs> verses 1 and 2. Uh, we've, we've, we've read this verse before, Dance but... I think it makes more, 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 there's more color in, in, in context of our discussion. Chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, Romans. The Bible says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, mm-hmm. holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Uh, often we, we quote that in terms of knowing God's will, or mm-hmm. but there's this, this concept of living sacrifice. Here we look at the all the Old Testament, that Jesus is better than the Old Testament sacrifices. Jesus sacrificed for us. Should we, How do we live like Jesus did? How, what is a living sacrifice in light of Hebrews 9 and 10? Kelly? Well, I think one thing is you think about the lambs that were sacrificed. They got sacrificed once. Mm. They didn't come back to life. There was just one and done. Mm-hmm. Um, but a living sacrifice is a continual sacrifice. Um, mm. It's a it's a multi-step, multi-decision, continual. You can even, going back to talking about maturity and growing, you can grow as a sacrifice. Like that. Mm. That's like just very contrary to the animal part, right? Mm. You can sacrifice more and more as you grow in your walk with God. So those are some those are some practical points mm-hmm. that kind of stick out mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, th- this is another aspect about the fact that the sacrifice of Jesus and the sacrifice of these animals was not just about the fact that he died, uh, but also um, his life himself was a sacrifice. He lived. Mm-hmm you know, as a, as a on this earth, that was a sacrifice for him. Yeah, <laughs> being here was a and sacrifice. He, and he, so his life and his death, both are examples to us, not in the sense that we can obtain righteousness in the same way, uh, you know, uh, because we cannot live perfectly in that sense. Uh, we need h- him to do that through us. Mm-hmm. But the way he lived, how did Jesus live? And this is what God looks at in the judgment, by the way. You know, you look at uh, Isaiah uh, 58 uh, and, and other places as well, and uh, Matthew 25, it talks about what matters in the judgment is God is going to look at your life, how you lived your life in the light of the love that you have experienced. God has saved you, God has loved you, God has transformed you. Now you're called to live for others, to sacrifice for others, to help them to find Christ, to help them to to be uplifted. And that is what it means to live uh, um, as a living sacrifice. Jesus lived like that his entire life. Mm -hmm. Wherever he went, he saw suffering, he tried to help. Wherever he went, he saw, saw, you know, spiritual distress, he came to calm the storms of the hearts. And so, in the same way, God is calling us wherever we go 
to be a light, to be a comfort, to help people, not just through a program, not just through donations, but very practically, uh, sacrificing our time, uh, not just two hours a week, you know, mm. by going to church. That's not really a sacrifice. You sacrifice your time and your personal agendas for the agenda of God, which is the salvation of this world, helping people to have a clearer picture of Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Later on in, in, uh, in Hebrews chapter 12, the words that are going to be used is for the joy that was set before chapter him. Chapter 12 of Hebrews. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he endured the cross and despised the shame. And, and the sacrifice, what we need to understand is that the sacrifices that Christ did was with joy. Mm. And uh, in, in following what, what Jonathan was just saying, when we think about our Christian experience, so many times I've thought about like, well, I, I, I don't want to lie. I need to stop lying. I need to stop using bad words. I need to stop taking the name of God in vain. I need to keep the Sabbath. I need to not kill, right? There's, love is much more than that. A person who loves God and loves their neighbor will not do those things, mm. but they will also do much more than that. Mm. And I think for me, what I've tried to do in my life now in following the example of Christ is, we've sat down with our finances. How much more money can we give to people who are out there working for the cause of Christ, mm -hmm. people who are suffering? This is one, this is one thing that, that, that in our house we're trying to do more and more. Can we, can we knock off 1% of our income each year until we reach the very minimum of, 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 of our paycheck that we need in order to survive? Maybe doing that also with our time. As Jonathan was talking, I was like, maybe I need to do that with my time as well. Mm -hmm. But doing that not in the form of legalism, not because that's making me more you know, holy in the eyes of God, but because out of joy, for, for God and for what he has done for me, I would love to do that. I would love to get to the point where I can sacrifice all that I have because that would make me more like my Savior who did that mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, the concept of, of living sacrifice, I just, I just see living and sacrifice as dying. It's a living and dying are actually simultaneously mm -hmm. happening at the same time. Yep. And so it's me experiencing the cross mm -hmm. on, a, on a living daily, is, if that makes sense, that you're, you're, I'm living to die simultaneously at the same time time it's this, it's 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 this Jesus's death and resurrection just kind of this I don't use the word nexus because I don't know it's my weird science fiction mind but that <laughs> nexus is inside me and this is what we need this is the this is what happens when Jesus is inside of us we talked about another episode or another episode we talked about writing in our hearts we are constantly dying to self and being resurrected by the Lord Jesus on a daily hourly minutely minutely basis and that's our prayer we Amen. need the Lord Jesus to live through us and that can only happen because of Jesus fulfilling all the Old Testament sacrifices and all that the Old Testament covers Jesus did it all amen 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 amen, amen. hopefully that's your prayer that's my prayer this is what Hebrews is saying and this is the blessing that we don't want you to miss out on again please go to inversebible.org and download the Bible study guides or get the app on your Apple and your Android platforms called Sabbath School you can also get other Bible study guides there as well but study with us be in the verse and experience what Jesus has something to offer to you today that's more powerful than anything else in the universe. We are witnesses and hopefully you can join us on that journey. We'll see you next week as we continue to study the rest of the book of Hebrews. Well, until then, see ya and God bless.
You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.